So we're now just a few days from Christmas, and as every year, on this final Sunday before Christmas, the church helps us prepare by proposing to us the image of Our Lady, that she is the one who first welcomes Jesus into her heart and into her womb, and if we turn to her, then she can still today be the one who shows us best of all how to welcome Jesus to ourselves at Christmas. And I'd like to point out to you one thing in particular that we can imitate from her that we see in today's readings. And that's very simply the fact that she, she believed what God had promised. She believed what God had said. She trusted. And that's important for us because the Lord has also told us, promised us many things that hold at Christmas time, and we need to believe and trust in those promises if we're going to benefit from them at Christmas. So, if we look at that gospel text, there are two ways in which we see Our Lady trusting in what God has promised. And the first, very obviously, is the way that she responded to the Archangel Gabriel. How did she respond? Well, she said, yes. And she'd been asked something incredibly unusual. She'd been told she would conceive by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, that had never happened before. It's never happened since. And yet she trusted what the angel said. She believed. And so we heard mention of her cousin Elizabeth here, and we didn't hear the rest of the text, but she goes on from there to visit her cousin Elizabeth. And the thing that Elizabeth praises her for She says, blessed is she who believed that the promise made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. So Our Lady believed the promise made by the angel. And we too need to believe the promises God has made to us. But there is a less obvious way in that she trusted in the promise of God. Not immediately from the angel Gabriel, but an old promise, an ancient promise. A promise made not to her, but to King David a thousand years beforehand. And we heard that promise uh, re-read to us today in our first reading. It was the promise of how God, God said to David that he would raise up a house for him, meaning by that a long line of descendants, and in particular that there would be in that line of descendants, one who would rise up to be the definitive king, the definitive heir, house of David. This is the Messiah that was promised. And Our Lady, as a trusting Jew, a faithful Jew, she believed that promise. She was hoping and expecting that the Messiah would come. And it's because she was believing that promise, that when she heard the angel give her that message, it made sense to her. So she was told by the angel that she would have a child, and that this child would be a descendant of David, the definitive descendant of David, the definitive new king, the one who would fulfill this ancient promise of old that she trusted in. And because she trusted in that old promise, it made sense to her. It was 
clear to her why to trust in that promise from the angel. Well, where does that leave us today? Well, the point is this, that we too have promises that have been made to us of old in the scriptures. And we have to decide, are we going to trust those promises or not? Are we going to say, well, those promises are very old, that they were a long time ago in a far distant land to different people? Or are we going to listen to those promises? Just like Our Lady listened to the ancient promise a thousand years before her, that she trusted in that promise. And that's what we too are called to do. Well, let me point out, there are many promises the Lord makes to us in Scripture, obviously, but let me point out just two that I think are particularly important in thinking ahead to Christmas. So firstly, the promise in Scripture to St. Paul, that his grace will be sufficient for you. That it was sufficient for St. Paul and his difficulty and his carrying of the cross and in our busyness, no doubt many of us will be very hectic the next few days building up to Christmas, well, to trust that God will give us his strength, that his grace will be enough. He's made this promise. And secondly, on a very different angle, His promise that he will come to those who are lowly and humble of heart. That's what Our Lady sang joyfully in the Magnificat, that he comes to the lowly. And if I am lowly and humble, if I am lowly in the sense of putting other people before myself over Christmas, if I am thinking about other people's preferences before my own, and not pushing for my choices and my desires ahead of others. If I am lowly, then the Lord will have space to come into my heart and he will come to me this Christmas. So to sum that up, Our Lady, she trusted in an ancient promise in Scripture, and so she was ready to hear and trust the promise made to her by the angel Gabriel, and her faith was rewarded by God coming to her. And if we too trust in the many promises of old that were made to us, if we trust in his strength, if we are lowly and humble of heart, putting other people's preferences before our own, then he too will reward us and come to us in this holy season.